think you know what it is. Is it... Is it Wilson Phillips? No. Oh. Hang on. What? <laughs> we need to be louder. No. Oh, it's the microphone. Oh, I can hear myself perfectly. Okay. Yeah, we're both fine. Okay, I'm going to adjust a little bit. It's not you Wilson Phillips. Uh, it doesn't work unless I can stare into your eyes while it happens. Okay, I'm right Fine, here. I'll just look at the wall. It gives right me the here. same amount of feedback. Right it's I'm fine. Right it's fine. I have the wall. Right here. Another time I you don't know the words to this song. I don't think anyone does it. It's something unpredictable, but in the end of life, I hope you have the time of your life. That is exactly what he sounds like. <laughs> Perfect. I'm really good at impressions I of people. I thought the lyrics for a long time, and they might still be our tattoos of memories and dancing on trial. I'm and dancing like, on trial. Yeah, that works perfectly. Is it that tiny town from Footloose? Why is dancing on trial? I don't know, because he was standing outside the fire. <laughs> That's not what I thought you were gonna start with. <gasps> what did you think I was gonna do? What would be better than that? One last time. I was going to. George Washington's going home. One. Because what you just said are the only lyrics in tune I know. But no, I can't even think about it. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm just like one last time, and that is literally where it ends. Because uh, Hamilton, well, great, is one of those shows, much like West Side Story. It came up, and I went, oh, I will never be in this. I appreciate it, and I'll listen to it twice. I'm not going to take the time to commit it to memory. I will never be in that show. And it's not about me. It is it's about It's not me. about you. It's technically about all of us, but, like, well. the production's not about me. Okay. King George is a little bit. You could play King George. Thank you! You're welcome. <laughs> Bye! Bye! <laughs> you oh, that's all. Learn that oh. you belong to me. Oh yeah. Yes, Jonathan Groff. <laughs> <laughs> wow, all the words that are escaping me—that's actually the one that I do know. Is that? I'm really fucking excited to eat these. Okay. Oh. Hi. For the last time. Maybe. Yes, but maybe. Maybe. But yes, we'll but see. no. But we'll see. We don't want to make promises. But maybe. We can't keep. But yes. But, but I'll maybe promise to never hurt you guys. <laughs> this will at least be the last time Audrey's sitting in my dining room recording until she comes back to visit. Yes. Which is a TBD thing pending budget and schedule. It's pronounced schedule. Schedule. I'm sorry. Is that what they do? It's you have called in the city. You have to get used to city talk. In the metrop. In the, in the, <laughs> the metrop. In the metrop. <laughs> Something about the tube. I don't. Don't, call, actually, it, don't call it that. Like the last research things I've been doing before I go is I'm like, I'm going to fucking memorize the subway system and I'll never oh, you'll have it memorized again. in no, no time. Yeah, no, it's not that bad. Buses bother me. I never rode the buses. Okay, thank you. I rode them once like, when there them? was, I can't remember why, it was by necessity and a, what was a 25 minute subway ride was an hour and a half long bus ride and I said, I'll never do this again. Whereas in <laughs> Chicago, the buses can be faster than, as I understand it, I've had better luck in Chicago with buses. Gotcha. Then. Do you have to get a different pass to get on the buses? No. You can just use your subway card? Yeah. Oh. Oh, well, then I'm less good. But not the one where you get punches and then you get a free foot long. Oh, they it's still the do that? It's the other subway card. 
There's a lot of subways in New York. I hate you so much. I think I ate at Subway more than any other place in New York. Jimmy John's is better even if their guy is- They kill is, elephants? He's a dolphin rapist or shark rapist. I saw that picture. What the fuck? Why would you do that? I don't know. Like, Why would you do it naked? It's already bad You're enough. not attractive naked. It's not even about body shaming. It's about what and no, what no. makes you no, need no. to rub your junk on a shark. To assert your dominance because you're a man who is hiding something and he's uncomfortable with his life. Here's a comforting thought, though. Shark skin has, like, these little barbs in it. It is not comfortable to touch. So I'm glad his scrotum is on I hope on his it. penis is ripped up. I hope you chafed. You chafe yourself, you billionaire Do you want to try one? Huh? Oh, I do. Okay. Um, Welcome to the bottle shop where we hi. discuss our feelings and other things we don't understand. And we have alcohol this week again, but it's special. Elena, go. It's special. It's oh, I'm Audrey Rush. I'm Elena Parentoni. Yay. All right. Booze, um, this is our our alcohol of the week is not a wine per se. One of them's kind of a wine. We have a wine. We have a wine in it. Um, and, oh, sorry. Um, and so our, our alcohol this week is provided by Adam Simon. Vroom. Our, vroom, vroom. <laughs> Also known as the um, vacuum that sits in the corner of my dining room. Also known as probably our first listener and also known as our number one fan. Yes. And vacuum. And vacuum. I'm so happy both Adam and Philip are here. They're, for the yeah. last. For the last. One last time. time. We don't know the words to that. We gotta stop. George Washington's going home. There we go. The sad part about that is he died like... What, one year or two years into his retirement? Yeah, it's kind of like when there's a service dog and they send a service dog into retirement, they just die immediately. It's like, it's the like giver. well, I'm done. Oh, God, that's terrifyingly sad. Yeah. Anything involving you dogs. You know what's not sad? sad. Uh, what? Um, adult held... gummy blob snacks. Adult gummy blob snacks. So Adam are took a different week. approach for his alcohol, his donation of alcohol. And he made us what are essentially adult fruit snacks that mm -hmm. are margarita. Oof. Um, old fashioned. I cannot wait. And ruby red port. Sh okay, the port I'm very excited about because I think that would translate to just because like things in aspic in Jane Austen's time. <laughs> I feel like they did a lot of like it's a, a port, port aspic. I've I don't know that I've ever specifically drank. Port I have before. a friend who our our uh, junior year spring break we did a power hour and he did it with port. <laughs> And his much smaller girlfriend had to carry him up the stairs to their bedroom. It was pretty hilarious. I would imagine that it's just like worse wine drunk, because, which means it's perfect. Thank you, Adam. You were brilliant for giving us that. <laughs> um, but like, it's just a shit ton of, it's more sugar and more alcohol content, right? Yeah. Oh, good. It's like when I tried, I had a, a professor in college who had us, who had the seniors. It was very, like, very, uh, what's the word? Crush. A thing. Boner. <laughs> yes. It was very boner. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be great at Mad Libs. He always had <laughs> the big dumb boner walked into the stupid boner <laughs> and had a fart. Um, <laughs> now he had the seat. This is a terrible story. He always had the seniors over for port, and I or not port sherry. Story. No, it was sherry, not port. And I drank it, and I was like, <coughs> A, this is the oldest thing I've ever drank, oldest sounding thing I've ever drank, and B. This is terrible. Sherry? Sherry. I, I drank cooking sherry because I was oh. 21 once. <laughs> so that was tart. Oh. So we have those gubbies. And then to wash it all down so you guys don't just hear us chewing constantly. is a rosé. It's a nice little cupcake rosé. It's a perfect. Did you plan ending it on a rosé since we go back and forth between red and white? Yes. I don't think no, we've had didn't. a rosé. I can tell by your face. No, we d I did. 
I walked around World Market for forever yesterday looking for a good theme, and I went and couldn't find one. Then I came, then I was like, I'll do champagne, but I couldn't find a champagne I liked. So mm-hmm. I was looking for a rosé champagne, but they're all really they're like rosé moscato, and I hate moscato. It's too much. So. So I was like, I'm going to get a rosé because I don't know that we've ever done one, but we've talked about it. We've done a sparkling rosé. It was the bubbles, the giggle oh, bubbles. Oh, that's right. Giggle bubbles that's and the Arbor Mist. Um, we don't count that. That was our second So episode. that's not a rosé. Not a rosé. Adult juice box. It was a pink. So, but I did get it with the color in mind because it matches the gummies so well. And that's I posted beautiful. a picture on my Instagram of all of it. You should go look at it. Audrey can't see it because she's not on Instagram. Hashtag Audrey's not on Instagram. Hashtag Audrey's not on Instagram, which is an Instagram hashtag I am trying to get going. So if you could all uh, oblige me in that. Apparently other people use it. I'm hearing about yes, it from people God. on the streets. Okay. <laughs> so that's, okay, we're going to start. Which one are you going to start with? I'm Different going ones? to... All three hit once. I'm just going to see which one wins in my mouth. Mash them in your face. Ah! Um, That's how I approach parties, too. Just put it all in my face at once and just see which one wins. Um, I'm going Mm. to... That'll make you very popular in New York. Popular. (laughs) Just going to go into all... Nope. I'm going to stop myself. I'm going to go with the old-fashioned in honor of also one of our first listeners, Chad Hewitt. Okay. Oh, yes. He would go straight for the old fashioned. I'm going to go for the port because it's the one that I'm least excited about and I want to be proven wrong. Cheers. I want to comment on this real quick. It looks and feels like the uh, implant that you get yep. in a bra. Yep. Like an extra padding. I don't really like a jello shot. It is like a gummy. It is an actual gummy. Mmm. Oh, you know Oh, what? no. The port is quite good, actually. Oh, no. The old-fashioned. It's very understated. The old-fashioned tastes exactly like when you get down to the last sip. Ooh, these are not as terrible. Like... Physically tear apartable as I thought they would be. Terrible, not T E A R A B L E, not T E R R I B L. That's a latest word corner. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. That no, this tastes like the last sip that's just got the cherry still left Ooh. in it from the bottom. Like if you get an old fashioned up, <gasps> not on the rocks, it's not polluted. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, I wonder what bourbon is. Is it bullet? Quick, Adam, send us a text. Adam, go ahead. Adam, this isn't live. Adam! Fuck. Ooh! If you, the longer you chew it, the more you can taste the actual alcohol in it. You guys are missing out on it. Yeah, this is really great. <laughs> um, uh, 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 How was the part? Really good. Very understated. I liked it. I thought I was going to hate it. <laughs> it tastes... I want you to be a judge of great British baking show. It tastes wise. Okay. It's got some wisdom in that. And you know what? These have a hefty amount of gelatin in them, which means they're high in protein. Thank you. Thank you for the high protein source. I'm going to try protein. a margarita now. I'm going to do the pork oh, last. Oh, okay. I want to try the old-fashioned. Yeah. This, this whole episode is just going to be this. Chewing. Um, Make noise when you do it. Oh, <laughs> my God. What? <laughs> How good is that? She's trying the old-fashioned. Ooh. Oh, you can taste the tequila in the margarita. Yeah, I think the old-fashioned... Okay. Uh, the old-fashioned really tastes really like good. a great bourbon candy. It's really good. Like, I would reduce that and put it on pancakes. Adam, it's really good. Yeah. Ooh! I'm really happy because we're getting tacos after this. And these margarita ones are putting me in the mood. Yay! Mmm! All right. We say we're getting tacos until we're not allowed into a public establishment because of the number of gummies we just have. We're finishing these. Oh, we are not. This is not even all of them. Oh my god, Adam, what the fuck? <laughs> I do want to try all three before we start. Oh, okay. Sorry, that's my thing. Well, you already had the margarita. Okay, the port is time. the last one. And this is, okay. Do you know what the alcohol content is on the Someday board? somebody's, nope. Mm. 
What is the alcohol content in port? Understated is right. Here's what I found on the web for what is the alcohol content in port. 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 Port wine versus... Sh- oh, for fuck's sake. I gotta click on a link. It takes me to Bing. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. So that's right. Your phone is starting to die anyway. My phone. So yeah, it had a it had a miraculous recovery where it brought literally everything back, including photographs that I deleted a year and a half ago. What happened? So I this thing is on a fuck. Okay, nineteen to twenty percent alcohol. Oh, okay. So, so like Kamchatka. Yes, you yes. can compare it to drugstore vodka. Yes, like the four dollar Kamchatka <laughs> that I drink regularly. Those are all fun and delicious. They're so good. Everybody, check out Adam's Candies at vacuum.com. <laughs> They are delicious, gummy little delights. I, I'm torn between the margarita and the old fashioned. Yeah, one. I think it depends on what mood I'm in. Yeah, I would want yeah the margaritas if I was like in a hammock on a hot day. Yeah, just had a little gummy, tastes like refreshing. These are refreshing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Audrey. Yeah. How you doing? Man, all every every possible variety of the word anxious. In both sure. positive and negative ways. God, girl, I had not pooped right in a week. <laughs> and that is a combination of diet and feelings. <laughs> Yay, we talked about this. <laughs> you stole my poops. <laughs> Good for you. Thank you. No, um, everything is all set up. Oh, but listeners didn't get to hear this because we haven't recorded in like three weeks. Um, a week ago, you saved my life when my wallet got stolen at yes. the bar, and yes. we went and we got me my new. That sounds like a country song. <laughs> my wallet got stolen at the gay bar. That sounds like Forrest Gump introducing a country song. Oh, I song don't know. You just did. I don't know. My wallet got stolen at a gay bar. A, a gay bar. I don't know why it's English now. God damn it! <laughs> oh no! I'm sad. <laughs> you guys are getting a best of this episode of Elena snorting and my terrible accents. <laughs> my. My wallet got stolen, I got everything replaced, so that was yay, and that was, I guess, to seg into me saying that everything official has been taken care of. I am registered to vote in New York. Oh! The only thing, yeah. Oh, that was important. Yeah, because New York needs you, you dumb fuck. Well, every vote matters. Shut your damn stupid <sighs> hole. We'll get rid of the current system anyway. So, the Electoral College can't last that much longer. I'm just saying it can't. It's the remnants of slavery. Yeah. But so. the only thing... Do I only get two-thirds of a vote? Three-fifths? You don't. You're white. Was the three-fifths compromise about land or people? I forget. So that was Kansas. Wait. Mm-hmm. No, they counted as three-fifths of a person. Was it for three-fifths or two-thirds? Because there was a three-fifths compromise, and I forget if that was a land deal when they were trying to get Kansas. <sighs> now I'm anxious on this... <laughs> I just want to get you on my level. This history podcast. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. All I know is I both made us, I just made us both sound terribly under Yeah, we sound stupid. Sorry, guys. Yeah. You're aware of that. Anyway, um, everything is taken care of. The only thing I have left to do is leave uh, my bed by the curb when I go. Hang on. This is it. Enjoy taking your selfie with your silicone implant. You're insane. Don't put it in your mouth. Don't ogle it and squeeze it and put it back in the jar. Um, but yeah, I'm getting ready to move to New York, bitches. I will leave the day after tomorrow. And you're driving. Early in the morning. You're yeah, driving to Michigan? Yes. We're driving up to Michigan first, and then Friday we are driving to Jersey. The okay. only way to see Jersey is to drive there. So mm-hmm. we are going to New Jersey, spending the night in Fort Lee, and then driving into Harlem on a Saturday morning at like... 
5 a.m. because presumably that might be the time in New York when there would be the least traffic. It'll be fine. Five, yeah, and it's just, it's just a straight shot into the north side. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be fine. Uh, dumping my shit and then taking taking Sue and Jer on a tour of the city. Where are you putting the car? Oh, they're valiant. They're, they have a hotel on 47th okay. Street. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So take it down there. <gasps> it's going to be a two-hour drive. It's going to be great. Um, and then we're doing sightseeing for my mommy's 60th birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Sue. Happy birthday. That's fun. She's is it at her actual birthday? Yeah. On her birthday is the day they moved me in. Oh, that's very nice of them. Even yeah. though it will give you anxiety, it's very nice. No, it's good. It's actually, I go back and forth, but I'm like, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Cause a big, It'll be, yeah. A, my Some of my favorite memories of, of Manhattan are with my mother. Oh, Yeah. Tell me what you did. Because the thing that we're <laughs> focusing on now, it, the answer is drugs, isn't it? <laughs> you and no. Cynthia. You no. And Cynthia. Not, we've, been, we've been together there since then but I can very vividly remember us taking the ferry out to Ellis Island and there's a picture of us and the fucking World Trade Centers or the World the Towers are right behind us oh, it was shit. the summer before in that. 2000 oh 2001 oh shit yeah. that's a great picture to have it's something <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. yes no it's great mm-hmm. um no we a big family event always growing up was um at Christmas time we would go to the Detroit Institute of the Arts so it's like a Pavlovian response in our family. It's like, we're all together. What's the nicest thing we can all do together? Yeah. Go to an art museum. That's great. So we're going to, after I get me moved in, walk around Central Park and go into the Met. Nice. And that'll be the first day. And that's... <gasps> that's and then good. the second day, my first show that I am seeing as a resident of New York is War Paint with Patti Lapone. Oh, nice. And Christine Eversole. And I'm like, like a good oh. gay man. Yeah. You. My first visit to New York, the first show I ever saw on Broadway had Joel Grey in it. So I'm like, perfect. Even though the show was not great. It was mm-hmm. Diane Lane and Cherry Orchard. Um, she is not meant for stage. She is an excellent film actress. She was just fine on stage. Um, but I saw Joel Grey in my first visit, and I'll see Patti LuPone. That's my resident. Show. You're so fancy. I'm so fancy. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. And then after that, I have no idea what the fuck's going to happen. What's going to happen, Elena? I don't know. Anyway, um, how you doing? Wait, on before I before um, on the on the uh, idea of your anxiety, I have a small gift for you. If you, it's a stone. <laughs> it's a stone. It's got to be a stone. It's been it's in your pocket stone. this whole time. It's a stone. Okay. It is. Lep, 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 You're gonna get it. Okay, there you go. Pedialyte. <laughs> it's pedialyte. No. <laughs> This is the one that clears EMF pollution, halts obsessive thoughts and insomnia, and encourages independence and achieving goals without outside help. And I got it for you. It was between that and my that other... That is perfect! <laughs> this is me in Iraq, I not know. me in Iraq. Me in Iraq. Well, the other one, my other, my other anxiety stone that I love that I was going to get is... Um, it's, it also halt, halts anxious thinking, but what is it? It, it suppresses, um, oh shit, it like, uh, it, it increases your tact and like makes you, and I was like, she the fuck a, you think is wrong with my would, tact? She would be offended if I gave this to her. I don't need improvement. I make friends wherever I go. I know. Bitch. I know. <laughs> so there's your Pedialyte rock. I'm so happy with my Pedialyte. <laughs> This is actually fantastic. Thank you so much. Now, for, you know, according to the hippie that sold it, you ha- it has to be within... I got to suck on it? No. Do I insert it? You insert <laughs> Have you, you ever used a I mean. suppository? <laughs> I've played around. 
with suppositories. You didn't ask for further. That's the wax you put up your butt when you can't poop. It's not. It's not wax. I've seen Operation Dumbo drop. Suppositories are like giant ass foot right. balls All that right. you have to shove up your rectum to All like right. fix your body. All right. Uh, right. You don't have to insert it. It just has to be within like twelve feet of you. Oh, that's what it said it's most effective. I thought you were defining a suppository. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're not using them right. No. Nope. This is why you can't poop right. No. Nope. <laughs> Whatever. What's a suppository? I've been pooping. I've been pooping. Oh, baby. I've been pooping. I've been pooping. <laughs> this is off the rails. Okay. Gross. This is actually imperfect. The, um... So now Audrey and I both have anxiety rocks. Yay. Because anxiety does not rock. Hey, Elena. You're my anxiety rock. (laughs) Oh, that's cute. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. I'm going to put this in my little messenger bag and carry it wherever I go. There's that. And that actually kind of goes into tandem with I got a. Anyone in Columbus knows Nick Lingnowski or the hashtag. He's beating now. 614 beating or bead 614. Bead 614. Look it up. Um, Is 614 bead his phone number? Because that would be, it would have to, oh, there'd be, there'd be more, you need more digits. It would be bead you. 614 bead you. Nick, Nick. Yeah. Nick, change your number. Um, I will call him and tell him that. But he um, is a Columbus actor and director, hashtag living like Lingnoski and lifestyle enthusiast. And he makes beads and jewelry that are, that all have some kind of meaning. So he made me this mala um, for when I go that happens to be in my favorite colors. Uh, and it's citrine and jasper, and it has pretty much the same thing where it's like it's going to, it was supposed to help cure insomnia uh, in addition to helping you think clearly in new environments. <gasps> That's perfect. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this is nice. great. I'm just going to choke myself with it. You're going to have so little insomnia, you're never going to wake up. I'm going to go to New York and sleep. I will see you guys in the next Did you know that it's the city that never sleeps? Except for me. Except for Audrey. Except for this bitch. <laughs> I'm essentially a power source for the whole city. That's Yay! Yay! All right. Do you have a, to go well, over? You asked me how you doing. Yeah. I'm good. I don't have anything nearly as exciting. That's not true. Tell me what you're up to. Tell them how much you miss Paradise Park Zoo. I do miss Paradise Park Zoo. It's hard. The shows that I have are really, that I have like super depression. This is actually would be a fascinating like psychological study because I get really bad post-show depression, mm-hmm. which I've mentioned before. But the shows that it happens, the shows where it is unbearable and I like have a really bad week afterwards mm-hmm. are the shows where I am incredibly emotionally tied to a character, mm-hmm. not to a show. I can be very emotionally tied to a show and be very sad that it's over. Do you feel like, like a Paris party? Park Zoo. We discussed this as you feel like a party is dying kind of. Exactly. You know? Well, and that's, uh, oh, there's a great quote in a book that I'm reading right now, which is a brand new book. And it's about like seven, seven students at a, at a um, Shakespeare intensive um, conservatory. And, like, one of their acting teachers is, like, you know, talking about bravery and how, you know, a character is only ever 50% the character and 50% you. Yeah. And that some people let their personalities seep into characters more and vice versa. And those are the people that have, like, life-changing experiences from roles. Like Heath Ledger. Yeah. I mean, well, Frank, you could you could argue. Yeah, that. I was and like tip. Once it tips over that fifty percent, is when something like yeah, I said that happened. with the tone, like it was a joke, but it no, was it's not, not. intended to be a joke. No, it was it's like, true. No, that happens. Um, 
So like I wasn't like I didn't have a character that I was like incredibly emotionally invested in, mm-hmm. where I felt like I was leaving a part of me behind when it ended. So it was just a, it was a good ending, and of course I miss like physically doing the show, but I don't I don't the character I wasn't as like tied to. You know what I mean? I think that maybe because of the format of the show, because it changed up so That's frequently, true. and you yeah. and we never all of us never got to live live in the character that long. Mm-hmm. I kind of I tried to make an arc between. I mean, it's happened with three three shows. Three, but yeah, it's happened with three shows with me where it's been really hard to leave behind. The last one being you got older for like a lot of reasons. For many reasons, but one that like it was something that became. We're just eating these, so. The question Adam, is, when are they going to kick in? That's going to be a mess. With Adam, <laughs> I can't decide which one's my favorite. The old-fashioned or the margarita. I think it would be a great BuzzFeed quiz. <laughs> which gummy someone are you? Made an, are you a community BuzzFeed post of, and are you an Elena or an Audrey yet? Can someone do that? I would love that. Joe Miracle. Joe. This is a call to action for Joe. You. Get a BuzzFeed quiz going. I don't care if you don't know what BuzzFeed <laughs> Bitch is. Bitch fuck. Bitch fuck. Joe. Huh? I don't know. <laughs> Bitch fuck Joe. <laughs> um, Very nice married man with a child. Bitch fuck lovely. Joe. <laughs> he doesn't have a child. They have a baby. They do? Yeah. Right, Joe? Yeah, no, they have an infantato. No. Yeah. Where have I been? I don't know. Girl, you're on your phone all the damn time. That's why I look down to see about people's lives. I think you're wrong. Am I? Look <gasps> up his past profile pictures. We have to edit he this. He has an infant. Uh-uh. No, you don't. It's just going to prove to the world that I pay more attention to people's lives than you do. As much as you're on your damn phone. Um, uh, hold, please. Why do you think you always look so tired at 6 a.m.? He's got a damn infant at home. Also, it's 6 a.m. and nobody likes being up and working out. I really don't think so. I really think he does. Where is it? If I am wrong, you do not have to edit this. Show it to me. Show, Show it to me. Huh? The baby, show it to me. I can't, okay. You don't know how to vamp right. <laughs> I got nervous. Um, well, you asked me, how you doing? I'm doing good. I have had now two weeks back in like a normal office setting work environment. Um, and it has kind of reset my brain a little bit, which is good. Um, we didn't, I didn't really talk about that whole experience much at all. What, are you still looking? Uh, I am still looking. Please keep talking. No, I don't want to, because I I want you to pay attention. Just leave it. Just leave it. Of the work. Um, I, um, I apologize, everyone. Joe Miracle has a cat. (laughs) A cat. It was a cat. It was a cat the whole time. Maybe a young cat. I swear to fuck, I've seen him with a picture of an infant. Okay. Also, I apologize for saying you look tired in the morning. <laughs> Everyone does. Don't worry, Joe. She's leaving the state. I'm here and I'll be your friend. You're gonna miss me when I'm gone. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> We're gonna come back to Joe later because he, when we asked for um, submissions for the questions last. and stuff, yeah. um, he sent us one that's so good. We're gonna devote probably the majority of the episode, episode to, to it. it. So cool. there you go. Fucking job. Um, how you doing? Okay. <laughs> so, Elena's <laughs> a new job, guys. I do. I have a new job that is my old job. And so it's a weird thing when you take big chances in your life, or what you feel are big chances. To some others, they might not be big chances. When you take big chances and they don't pan out, mm-hmm. such as changing your career path, mm-hmm. it can feel like 
a complete and utter failure and like you're a total schmush of a human being. Say that again. Schmush. I love that word. Of a human being. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it took me a while to reconcile that. And then when I did, I uh, made some further changes and ended up back at my old job. And I'm rest I wrestle with it still, but on the whole, well, I think it, it speaks a lot that like my average night of sleep a month ago was about three hours. And my average night of sleep now is six to seven hours of sleep. Yay! So, so I'm trying to still kind of figure out like what it is that what it is that didn't work out and what it is in my like if, if I want to take a, a big leap or chance in the future, like what it is that I need to Right. Uh, how I, I need to approach it better. But um, at, in the meantime, it's nice to at least know something about yourself, um, even if it is not what you thought it was going to be. Yeah. This is all incredibly vague, but that's on purpose, so. You are, if nothing else, the queen of being vague on this podcast. Thank you. I would like to reveal to you guys that I am having an experience right now. I'm going through a thing. And it is a life. Uh, it's something that happens to humans. And it's new. And it involves some things like thinking and acting and talking and i don't want to go too much into it but but you'll yeah we'll um good. touch on it later <laughs> and um it's mostly good so when you leave i'm just gonna have a podcast that's called like um er um no. your podcast your podcast should be called um er <laughs> it's gonna be called um er and here's what's gonna happen on it i'm gonna start like this but since I'll have to drink the whole bottle of wine by myself, oh, no. <laughs> I'll get blackout and then I will reveal too much. And then go back and half the fun of that is going to be you going back and editing the next Going day. back and so that the whole episode is just, um, uh, Redacted. 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 <laughs> I just, I'll just play the, um, fucking, uh. Boop. <laughs> I'll play the bloop. You beep out. <laughs> I didn't mean the ocean boop. I just meant blooping out everything you no, say. No, I will play the bloop boop. There's so much wisdom in that bloop. We're just not listening hard enough. Mm-hmm. Ah. Sorry, I'm just looking at it. I'm so happy with my Pedialyte. She's got her Pedialyte rock. I think the gummies are kicking. Yeah, they're a little... It's, it's hard to... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. This was like, this is like quintessential what can happen with edible alcohol items because we were... Um, Last night at a cast party at Mad Lab, theater company I've been working with for years, and this was kind of like the last time for this big cast hurrah. party I got to see. Last hurrah that I got to see with everybody. So in true Mad Lab fashion, just bring out your alcoholics, man. It was just so much booze everywhere. And I wanted a thing to ring a bell. Bring out your dead. There's glass things everywhere. Yeah. Um, and Michelle DeSeglio, who is fan... Clang. Can you stop forcing our glasses to scissor? They're tripping right now, and I don't like it. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Here's the thing about scissoring. Here's the thing. No one actually does it. Your legs get tired before you actually focus on any kind no of sensation down there. It. Yeah, it looks good on film. Anyway, um, it reads well. Michelle DeSeglio, who um, is this fantastic, she does all the photography for Mad Lab. And just all around badass, and she's so fucking helpful. Anyway, um, she oh, I hate she those people. she and her wife made Jello shots. Sorry, about doing it again. Yeah, well, oh. it's made Jello shots that half of them had Everclear in them. So I'm standing talking with Laura. Spires. Did you not know which ones had Everclear and which ones? Oh didn't? no, they were color. Okay. okay, there were Everclear, there were coconut rum, and then there were some things that just contained cherries and Everclear. 
Lord help you. Yeah, I did two of those. But I'm standing there having a conversation with Laura Spires. And you're standing there and you're drinking your drink and you have your little jello shots in front of you. And everybody loves snacking when they're drinking. We're getting this conversation. I realized I've watched her eat six jello shots in a row, like they're normal jello. Laura, are you alive? She's fine. Okay. <laughs> Laura is just fine. Because later in the night, she was like, I was just hauling the one the whole time. And I was like, well, it was changing colors constantly. This is why you should always have snacks. Always have snacks. There were snacks there. Okay. I took advantage of them. Okay. Anyway. We had our how you doing? How, how am I doing? I do have a quick bitch fuck. Go ahead. And it is customer service when people are in need. Mm. Because as I said, my wallet was still in this weekend. I did not have a joyful time interaction with the nightclub where it was lost. Because I went back to get it. Which is ironic because, A, I mean, not that they know, but it's a place we go all the time. Mm -hmm. And B, like, you had a pretty okay uh, interaction with, like, the banks and the BMV and, like, the things you would not expect. Yeah. Everything Um, else was totally fine. Like, you were there for the BMV. It was a beautiful experience getting my license replaced. It was beautiful. But when I realized I lost my wallet, I went immediately, I walked immediately back to the club just as they were shutting. And like they were still letting people out, and he was like, "You can't go back in." And I was like, "Yeah, sir. I was standing in this spot. Can I look and see if my wallet fell out of my purse?" And he was like, "You can't go back in." I'm like, "Oh, okay." And then I see our friend who had just performed a show there, and I waved over, and he was like, "Oh yeah, just go and go inside around the patio." I go in through the patio, get immediately into the building, and I'm told by the general manager, "I said no." <laughs> and I'm like, "Ah, oh, Jesus." I get you. you yeah. Close. It's the end of the night and I you have that. a lot of wasted people there. I do get that. Yeah. So I leave, I go, I leave my name and phone number and I was like, if you find a wallet, please contact me. Like my, my ID is in it. They'll know it's mine. Right. And I go home and the next day I get the cards replaced. I get the little driver's license replaced. I get all the stuff and I'm on it throughout the day calling the club and no one's answering the phone. This is going into like 5 PM, 6 PM and no one's answering the phone. Someone finally picks up and all they say is insert nightclub name. And I'm like, hi, um, I was there last night and I lost my wallet. Did you give us your information? Um, yeah, I did. Then we would have called you if we found anything. I'm like, oh, well, shit. Okay. Um, and then he just says, bye, and hangs up. Uh, I'm like, I'm in pain. <laughs> did you? Well, here's the, here, uh, here's, uh, <laughs> see, here's have a to, cat. Huh? You're a dick hat. Yeah, you're you a dick hat. And, and, and like, I feel like, uh, I can't say it. It's going to sound like a dick thing, so I'm not going to say it. I love when you do dick things. It though. might be one of the very few, very few times that I feel like we would be discriminated against. Oh, that's true. It As would- a, like, just a... And I'm not saying you were, because I think we were all, like, kind of there, but not terrible. But, like, yeah. as a drunk... Female. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was it was a locate. Let's just say that it was a location that did not cater my, to my second X chromosome. Yes. Yes. <laughs> is what it was. It was and I'm not, not a fan. I'm not saying that's why. I'm just saying like I, I'm sure they see a lot of drunk people, especially a lot of drunk women. I'm gonna say, and I'm be like, but it wasn't one of those. Yeah. It wasn't even. It wasn't. I'm I'm cooler than that. I was here for a guy's really birthday. Cool. It yeah. wasn't even my friend's bachelorette. <laughs> Exactly. That's exactly where my mind went. Is they're they're thinking like, oh, this bitch was with a bachelorette party. Yeah, no. No. I'm like, I never bring a bachelorette party. I'm friends with your star. (laughs) Bitch, fuck. I hate bachelorette parties so much. Have I done this this rant? We have done uh, baby showers, but we've not done bachelorette parties. (sighs) Bitch, fuck away. There is nothing about being single that you need to celebrate that much. That you need to fucking like put people out at establishments, especially in like. 
short north, yeah. right? How many fucking bachelorette parties are there on weekend nights taking up valuable bar space? Yeah. And if I see, I'm sorry, but if I see you in your matching dresses with your sashes, I'm judging you immediately. Yeah. And I probably shouldn't judge you, but I'm judging you. And I, it's like, I, I, Ed, so many things surrounding weddings and, and along the same lines, like having children. You mean life I events? I don't that understand. You don't, I think what you hate is life events that you don't have to study or work for. It's just, you know, you get married, you have kids. It's not. Like, but there are life events that every. I don't know. You're not that fucking special. Is that terrible to say? <laughs> oh, you did yeah. the thing that a lot, a lot of people do all the time. Good for you. Well, and like, I don't know. I don't know. The thing I don't get behind uh, the bachelorette party, like the, and we're talking about guys, the stereotypical bachelorette party or something that like the movie Rough Night is coming out. Um, the thing I don't understand is it's like, are you saying that because you're marrying this person, you can no longer have fun, drink alcohol or do anything you're yes, doing? That's my biggest, that's one of my biggest it's problems. Like, I'll never life. be able to do this again. And I'm like, are you marrying yeah. um, the head of the Mormon church? Exactly. Are you, what? You're not, he, if you are marrying the right person, they will not stop this behavior. They will, they will, they will let you do it. They will join you in it sometimes. Right. This is not, getting married is not the end of your single life as a, as a, as a separate human being. Yeah. That bothers me. The other thing that bothers me is that, at least in Columbus, so many of them go to gay bars and I feel like, again, I'm jumping to conclusions and judging people, but I feel like a lot of it is like, oh my gosh, it's my bachelorette. Let's go to the drag show to see the freaks. It comes off as like, yep. you're going to see the freak show. Isn't that so crazy? I can't even see us. We're going to go, oh my These God. Are oh my God, we're going to. I'm like, no, you're yeah. seeing fucking art. Yeah. Like, appreciate it. Don't use it as an excuse to get wasted. It depends on which location you go to. It depends on which location, yes. Hashtag but, not all drag is art. Hashtag most drag is art. Hashtag but not all yes, drag is art. Yes, you're 100% you're <laughs> correct. But um, at the very least, you are seeing someone who's working hard and doing their job. Yeah. That's not a freak show. <laughs> anyway, yeah. you slice it. So, and you're seeing someone who works in a creative field. Yeah. And just, just, I don't know. I don't, I, like, yes, you should have fun with your friends. But... It's not, it basically, it's... The rest of the world should not be put out because you are having a... That's what bugs me, is it's, I'm a grown person, I'm going to put on this sash so everyone knows, hey guys, we're going to go to Tango's and get tacos, but I'm going to pass out in the bathroom. Yeah. It's all right, I'm the bride-to-be. And then, like, the maid of honor gets into, like, a fist fight at and the I dance know, club. Yeah, and part of it is because now I'm, you know, 45 years old, but... I also don't, don't I also don't think your age anymore, <laughs> Sophia. Fine. Loren. 55 years old. You're 83. <laughs> 83. Um, I don't think that any I don't and this is comes from someone who has fun and goes out a lot. Um, Do you? no behavior is is you should not say like, "Oh, this is happening. That means I'm going to get fucking wasted." Yeah. Like that's alcoholism. That it is. <laughs> That's alcoholism. You should not really ever, for any reason, go into a night saying, I'm going to get fucking wasted because blank, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. And it it happens. Yeah. Some of us are overserved um, sometimes of our own doing. But I feel like it's not a plan that you should have. And that's what a lot of this is, is like, exactly. how fast can I get drunk? How about you enjoy, how about you enjoy time and experiences with the people you love. And here's the thing. I know if there's, because there's some celebratory things that happen where it's like, oh, drinking is a big part of this. 
I actually spend a day or two planning exactly what order I'm going to eat and drink things so that yeah. I don't get to that point. Exactly. So that I dance that wicked line. I'm sorry that I am a type A I partier, but I am. I hold back my own hair when I throw up. We Thank both had bananas much. before we started this podcast because we knew we were eating adult alcoholic gummy blobs. Thank you. <laughs> Ad- It's true. And you're real good with the big, good, big, big, good words. That's you. Say it one more time. How many stutters do you want this time? <laughs> 14. <laughs> um, uh, sorry, that was my bitch fuck. Oh, it only took up 40 minutes in the podcast. It was a good bitch fuck. And well, and we had how you did this <sighs> We had, we had a lot. We had, we and also we were just already. going to cover one question. One question. Really. So- yeah. Sorry, everybody else. Joe's mm, better. Joe's better than you. And all right. We, and with that, fuck you all. Goodbye. With <laughs> Joe and his baby kitten. <laughs> his newborn baby kitten. Joe, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, all right. Congrats on your cat. Here's, here's his question. Or uh, his whatever. We are driven to achieve our hopes, dreams, and goals by our pursuit of happiness, but fear can also be a great motivator too. So what are your anti-goals? What do you fear becoming or what path do you fear going down if you do not pursue your goals? I want to, my first response to this, is I have a couple, some things that are, honestly, we've been, I've been pretty open and vulnerable in this podcast. Mm-hmm. There's, I have some answers to that that I cannot share publicly because I have some very specific things Me that too. are like, you know, like just life experience and family related where it's just like, I, I know that I don't want to go down that path. Mm-hmm. Um, but in something that everyone kind of can kind of identify with, um, I saw the movie Great Gardens for the first time. And it, and actually not even the original documentary. I watched the Jessica Lange, um, Drew Barrymore mm-hmm. with Chad. And he, like when the, when the movie was over, he was like, are you okay? And I was not okay for like three days. Oh my gosh. Because I identified so strongly with Little Lady. Like the, oh, aren't I, fun? I'm the beautiful body bill, whatever. I'm t- because I'm just like Edith Beale, um, of having a lot of hopes, but maybe being a little delusional about it and not being aware of my own delusion and getting so, I don't know. There's so many, there are so many reasons. Getting ahead of yourself? Getting ahead of myself. And I mean, there's a lot of reasons that she ended up the way she was, but essentially just allowing yourself to feed these delusions to the point where you don't even realize one day you wake up and you've wasted everything and you're living in absolute poverty. And also my hair is thinning. So <laughs> it's really personal But it's to me. short and really cute now. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm going to haircut so it doesn't touch my neck so I don't sweat as much in the gay bars. <laughs> That's actually a thing. Um, <laughs> That's actually a reason I cut it short. Well, I think... I, and I have little context because I know nothing of Grey Gardens except for what you just told me because I'm a terrible person at theater and movies. Really? I know. Um, but... You should and shouldn't watch it. You should call me after you watch it. It will touch <laughs> you emotionally. But I see no evidence in you of someone who has delusions. I wouldn't look at... I wouldn't like say to someone behind your back, oh my God, Audrey's so delusional. Well, you what don't know doing? me. <laughs> Well, sure. I guess I don't know all your hopes and desires. 
But <laughs> I can I, I can identify that. I have delusions that I will never share because of the how personal they are. Mm-hmm. And I deal with them on a daily basis and they're roof. And yeah. like but I I I'm self aware enough to know that the, they're not they're not um things that will ever come to pass. Mm-hmm. So it's a weird thing to struggle with when you know you know you're slightly delusional, but you're in charge enough to realize that you have control over it. Yeah. Yeah. And that that was something that was mildly comforting. Being aware of your self-awareness is really encouraging. Mm-hmm. But I, I took some comfort after having that strong of a reaction to that fucking movie. Um, that I'm like, you know what? It's good that I'm upset by this. That means at least I acknowledge it. Exactly. Um, but then I, I guess, yeah, one of my big fears of paths of going down is getting to a place of stagnancy and complacency where I'm just living in delusion. Yeah. That's one of mine too. And I think if you're a good, um, high functioning human being with lots of goals, that is kind of par for the course. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, 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 I forgot I was going to say next. It was so stellar. So one of the reasons, uh, and not to like, um, not to get, heavy but like one of the reasons I will miss doing the podcast is because it's like its own little form of therapy sometimes mm-hmm. I think um don't you cry because I'm trying not to um because in this room you fucking love stop it stop it <laughs> in this room I'm really only talking to Audrey and it's it's weird sometimes to think then like oh other people are hearing this yeah um but it, I think it's good in a way I think sometimes we can internalize things too much on the opposite end. You can share things too much for sure. Mm -hmm. And I can't deal with those people either, but (laughs) the people on the opposite end of the spectrum that don't share enough, I have a really hard time with too. Yeah. So being open and vulnerable is one of the most important things you can do, Mm -hmm. especially around people you trust. And, um, I don't know how this ties into Joe's question because I just got on a rant, but um, fears. So the fear, yeah, the fear, um, the fear I would find myself, the the, the path I would fear my, finding myself on. That's the right way to phrase it, mm-hmm. is a path that would like be me not being open and vulnerable with the people I trust Ooh. the most. I really like that. Thank you. Because you are, like, because we've gone in, like, a two-year span from being, knowing of each other to being incredibly close. Yeah. And when I first knew of you or whatever, you you absolutely were a very guarded person, very specific about who you opened up to and whatnot. Yeah. And I just reached in there. <laughs> it's like um, in and Temple of Doom when he reaches in and pulls Kalima. the guy's heart out. It's a little bit of a Kalima situation. <laughs> See, this is my beating heart. Except I reached in and I just pulled out this kitten. I'm like, oh, there's this little kitten in you. <laughs> Greta, do you want to throw up one more time? <laughs> On the thing, you want to throw up? Greta, you get one more time to be Greta? Greta, 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 Greta. <laughs> um, she gone. Well, maybe you became possessed by a demon and you killed her in the night. I didn't do that. No. You've been napping a lot. I napped all of yesterday, yes. Quick Quick throwback, I do want to mention this. Um, one of my favorite things we got to talk about during the podcast is since 
we, sorry, sorry, Joe, we will get back to this in a second, but it kind of touches on fears. We've discussed in the past um, that like demonic possession and demonic presence is like my biggest fear. Yeah. Since we've talked about it so frequently on the podcast and like cited sources and discussed movies and whatnot, I've actually become more fascinated by it. Ooh. And I don't, I actually have more of a fear of people now because I real, realize people will stab you in the eye. A ghost will just really startle you a couple times. Yes. Sure. They'll be like, ooh, boogie boogie. Oh, the chair's on the ceiling. Look at that. And it's like, oh, that's really inconvenient. I was going to sit in that. And that's the worst thing it's really going to do. Ooh, I'm get glad out of my we cured you of your fear of demons. Yeah. De- demonic possession. Yeah. You were my really strength when I was weak. I can't figure out why I like murder so much. <laughs> I'm just going to underscore this. You were but one of the reasons I don't, I know I, I'm. I don't, I'm not scared of someone murdering me. Maybe I should be. Because you know you'd murder them back. Not good. Um, no. I feel like you're capable of it. Not killing people, but like defending yourself. I would hope so. Although I don't think that's, that brute strength translates to being able to fight. You have a hatchet. I have a hatchet. You have a hatchet. and I have pepper spray and I have a cat that can stab you in your balls. The cat. Not my actual cat. We've it's already... a metal cat keychain. Oh, oh! I thought you might have a credit. I was like, we've established that she won't do anything. No, no she's lazy. She would not defend it's me. It's not that. Here's where it comes from, actually, is if someone came and tried to kill you, it would be a competition for you of who can kill another person better. And oh, I can are... kill another person way better. Yeah. See, that's where it is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to put life or death stakes on it. You just need to know you're in competition with another person. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, no, no. The that's winner good. is alive. That's so. Like, that's a really, actually, great way to put it. Yeah. If you have an intruder in your home, just think... The game is on. Yeah. And they didn't know what game they were playing. Yes. You were the perfect heroine in that style horror movie. Like, if we had a Audrey Hepburn and Wait <gasps> Until Dark situation. Yeah. Yeah. You would totally fucking destroy Alan Arkin. Why is it Alan Arkin? Because that's who the villain is in Wait Until Dark with but Audrey Hepburn. Oh. Yeah. That's okay. an actual movie. Because I was going to say runner. he's kind of old. This, this movie came out in the early 70s, late 60s. Oops. What the fuck? It's a great movie. Can I tell you a funny visual? Yes. <laughs> it has absolutely nothing to do with what we're currently talking about. We're going back to you soon, Joe. Except that I just looked at my fingernails. Go feed your baby. <laughs> Go feed your baby kitty. <laughs> um, I dyed my hair earlier, and I was like, I'll Today? do it. Yeah, I was like, I'll do it. I just touched up. It looks as beautiful as ever. Um, I was like, I'll do it right before I get in the shower. And for the first time, I was in the bathroom, and I was like, I'm going to be smart for once. I'm taking off all my clothes. I'm doing this naked. You're supposed to. I, I've never done that before. What the fuck? <laughs> so, so I take out, I do that. I am naked. I put the thing in my hair. Mm-hmm. And I'm working it there. And then um, I do what I always do, which is like squirt out the rest of the bottle and like rub it all like I'm lathering up my hair to shampoo. Mm-hmm. And then I pile it on top of my head. And then I set the timer. And then I looked in the mirror at myself. <laughs> I can't even describe to you how much this shit was everywhere. Like, <laughs> here, I had black on my nose, on my lips, all over my hands, all over my chest. What the fuck? Down my arms, on my watch. I have no idea. It got everywhere. Your lack of awareness so of the situation is stunning. the next 25 minutes was me using every cotton ball that's in this house and a combination of rubbing alcohol and nail polish remover. This is sexy. On every single square inch of me. Oh, it's still on me somewhere. You're covered in tattoos. You should be fine. I know. I well, that's the ones that were on top of the tattoos I didn't worry about as much. 
But, um, oh yeah, it was a scene, man. But I did have a moment, proud of me, where I was looking in the mirror doing this and mm -hmm. I was like, oh yeah. Look at my muscles. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. So today I rubbed myself down. I rubbed myself and down. I appreciate the tiniest way possible. <laughs> One cotton ball. One cotton ball. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a very boring, low-rated porn video. I, if anyone paid for that, they would, they would definitely want their money back. Caption is like, for sure. Muscle girl gives self love. It's like cotton ball. It's on Pornhub. It has a four percent rating. <laughs> Don't look at it. <laughs> the one four percent is her mom, just like I appreciate oh, you. Oh, you're so cute, sweetie. Yay! I support you in everything you do. Yeah. God bless Cynthia. Anyway, okay. So my our fear was delusion. Fear. We discussed that. Delusion. I've gotten over my fear of demons. Um, she so, was not requested, uh, but. And then okay, so what are your anti goals? What do you fear becoming? I can't pinpoint anything I fear, be like it's something big that I fear becoming. Like I feel like a lot of people's, like would be like I fear becoming my mother. Speaking of mothers, and I don't yeah. fear becoming my mother. My mother is one of the hardest working people that I know. My biggest fear is complacency. Yeah, I think so. I've, it's it, and ignorance. Yes, I was gonna say awareness, but ignorance is more of it. Um, the biggest thing for me with the complacency is it's not just not doing anything and not achieving anything. Is I resigned my position and I've been, quote, fun employed for the past week and a half. Yay! Yay, fun employment. Um, but when I do not have a set schedule or projects I'm actively working on, um, I my brain behaves differently. Exactly. So when I'm talking about complacency and not giving a <clears throat> fuck about anything, that what comes with that is this giant bag of, it's not even anxiety, it is thick, dark, smelly, moist depression. <laughs> Oh God, that's so vivid. That sits on your chest. Yeah. <laughs> and all you do is eat Wendy's. Elena, how many Baconators did I have this week? Four. Why wasn't it three? Because you forgot you had one earlier in the day, so you got another one. Ding, ding, ding! <laughs> <laughs> Yay! I'm a mess! <laughs> it's fine, I'm stressed. It's okay. It's okay. Sorry, we're eating alcoholic. We're uh, in a transition period. Adult snack gummy blobs. Transitions are very, very difficult. That's just the way it is. Da -da -da, da -da -da -da. Things are never gonna be the same. Mm -hmm. I don't know any of the other words Tupac nope. says in that song. I know it's Tupac. Tupac. Um, no, yeah. Compl sounds like, I'm complacency sorry. and ignorance, but I feel, so, and, and this is probably why that's, that is one of my anti-goals because I have set myself up in a position where, where, where it's going to be real hard for me Same to get ignorant. Where, 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 where. Sorry. <laughs> That's all I heard. Well, so yeah. So no, but Joe, Joe. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. If one of, if one of my anti-goals is becoming an ignorant human being, yes. I am actively working against it with the people that I surround myself oh. with. Hashtag stay woke. Uh, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Or hashtag stay ready. Ron Crockett. Um, and like the, the theater work that we do and the th books that I read and I get mostly, mostly that boils down to the people that I hang around with. I'm still finishing the Twilight series. I don't, nope. Shut it down. Stay woke. Um, wait till you read Fifty Shades of Grey, girl. I'm ready I'm for just Amanda. Kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just, just ready kidding. for Amanda to teach me things I don't know about my I body. Because <laughs> I have explored that shit. I don't know what else to do. It's, it's a button down 
down there. I don't know which way it goes. Is it on off or is it like a dimmer knob? I'm not really sure. Um, it's a clap clapper. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I was reading. Um, you guys missed a great psych gag. Sorry. I read that it was a psych gag. I read the first Fifty Shades of Grey book and I was like. You read it? I read it when it came out and I was like, fine. And then we went on our honeymoon, and I was like, this is a good book to take. I'll take it on my honeymoon. I got halfway through the second book. I remember it very vividly. I was in a... Sorry. You were in Italy. So pretentious. I was in the bathtub in Italy, and I was reading that book, and I was like, fuck this! And I shut it, and I left it in Italy. <laughs> I think I, I left it in our hotel room, because I was like, what the... No. There's... No, no. Yeah. No, no, no. It's no, like... No. If your go-to no. move every time is like, hey, no, no, in Spanish, yet that no. man, the threshold was nine. So low. I no. don't know what no is in Spanish. Yet's Russian. It's no, no. That was the joke. <laughs> I was gonna guide you through the other countries, but you fucked it up from the start. <laughs> God, Putin's got you. You're starting with yet. Uh, yeah. Hashtag Trump's America. Oh my. Well, now I'm sad again. Right. Mm, why'd you take us down that path? Okay, so there was um, complacency is a place I don't want to get to. Ignorance. And I also need to make sure that I don't get so overwhelmed with trying to um, constantly be achieving. I, I very much can fall yes. victim to the whole, and this is, an, a, I know it's a very American and also Japanese, apparently, mentality of showing that you're constantly busy and working all the time yes. is like this prestigious, honorable yes. thing is if, if I'm constantly busy, then that means I respect myself and I'm valuable. I don't want to get so caught up in constantly looking for projects to work on and um, whether or not I'm succeeding that I lose sight of the fact that I'm living in a historical place. I could go to Coney Island. I could do, you know, I can enjoy myself. Well, yeah. And that's that's a that's a loop I get caught into. Like, I was not joking earlier when I said I slept all day yesterday. I watched TV and I fell into a, you know, a nap loop. It's Mm -hmm. great. Let's talk about it. So here's my nap loop. I get up because I have to give the cat her insulin. So I get up and then I make coffee and then I go sit on the couch. I had not yet poured myself coffee. This is what happens every Saturday. So then I'm on the couch and I start watching something and then, not every Saturday, um, look, Yesterday. Okay. It's happened before, though, but I haven't had a Saturday off in a long time. Um, <clears throat> so then I fell asleep on the couch. And then I woke up, and I was like, God, I really should get up and pour myself a cup of coffee. I'm awake for about 15 minutes of watching TV with the cat next to me, and then I fall back asleep. And then I wake back up, and I'm like, oh, I really should get that coffee. And so I finally get up and get the coffee, and I set it on the coffee table without taking a sip, and then I fall back asleep again. And then this is just constantly happening throughout the day. Oh, no. And actually, can I say something? Yeah. I had no. breakfast oh. yesterday. Guess what time? 2 p.m. Did I nail no, it? No, you ruined the joke. Oh. It was at 11. But oh. that's the latest I have eaten a first meal. That's technically brunch. In, that is second lunch to me, usually. Second lunch? Oh, is a, well, first lunch. Okay. First lunch. Like, first lunch falls between 10.45 be and 11.30. second breakfast, 30. you damn hobbit. No, it's, sec- it's first lunch. Um, second breakfast is at 9 a.m. Because um, you get up at 4 and you go to the gym, you have to eat something before you go. Yes. Yeah. 
and I'm on this wad banana cycle now where I get really hungry in the middle of our 5 a.m. workout, so I have to wad eat a banana. banana. Yeah, wad banana. Rogue's going to start selling them. It's going to be a thing. Hashtag wad banana. Hashtag and they just wad have, banana. Just have Dan Bailey's face on them. Yes. <laughs> I would eat that. He dropped out of the, the regionals. What? Yeah, I think he was injured. Oh, no. Poor baby. Does he need me? Go to him. <laughs> I'm going to be so disappointed when I show up and he's 5'7". Yes. No, that is not hating on short dudes. We have plenty of short gentlemen in our lives that are, and I shouldn't even say short. I would say average to slightly below average, average height. Average. They're wonderful human beings. Where were we? <laughs> we were talking about fears. No, but you were talking about um, not letting yourself rest. This this idea of that we constantly have to be working and working towards something. Yeah, no, not even rest. I mean, let loose and actively enjoy. Like putting yes. effort into making sure that I go out and it's like, I can work really hard one day on finding the best brunch with bottomless mimosas with my friend one day. You should do that. Because I'll be, I will remember that day fondly. I'm not sure that bottomless mimosas exist in New York. It does at several locations. Oh, thank God. I know. Isn't that great? Yeah. You drop 45 bucks on brunch, but it's like you pick your food whenever and the mimosas never stop. Mm. Absolutely. Oh, I spend that now. Right? <laughs> on brunch. I literally just spent $35 on brunch this morning. Hashtag living like Klinovsky. Yeah, it was great. Where uh, was it? Where'd you go? We went to table. Oh, I've never been there. On fifth. Uh, usually their service is not great, but it was good today. I had a very good Bloody Mary. And they serve you um, all of their coffee and tea comes in like classic China. Mm. And you get your little pot at the table. And I love gimmicks. Do you want the last old fashioned? Do you want a lady in, lady in the tramp those? Yes. It's essentially just making out. <laughs> it's guys... These are the size of an actually, you know those little rubber poppy thingies that you stick your thumb down and yes. it pops back? That is exactly the size and shape there. Just try and, yeah, but just bite it. I'm not coming to you. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. That was the last of the old fashions. That was the last of the old fashions. They're really good. I think actually we can definitively say those are our favorite because we finished them first. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is the winner. Chad, I just want you to know, you are really missing something. I'm really missing something. Those are amazing. <laughs> All right. What else you got? Hmm? What else you got? What's your five-year goal? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think I... I don't know. In five years, I will be 39. So what do I want to do before I'm 40? I want to... be in a position where I can affects the community with my art even more whether that be through available light or through my job um i would also like to um become a better crossfitter and competitor i would like to i will be a ma master's athlete next year yay so with my new division i would like to work my way up the ranks and become better because i've already learned in the last two weeks that if i am pushed harder i become better who would have guessed I, speaking of complacency i became a little complacent <laughs> um and and now that i have occasion to be pushed um i can be pushed more and it actually i thought at first i would so what happened is like all these really awesome girls started training at 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. and they pushed me pretty hard. Yeah, they fucking did. I came yeah. back to a 5 a.m. and I was like, who the fuck are this sheep? And <laughs> right. So um, 
so at first I was like, oh my God, because you, because I am very competitive. So I was like, at, at first I was like, I'm going to hate this. This is going to be awful. I'm going to feel bad about myself all the mm-hmm. time. And it just makes me feel good. Yeah. Like if, and it, and there, at no point am I like, oh, I need to fucking beat this person. My mentality is keep up and do the best you can. Yeah. And I think that's what my brain needs. So I would like to keep doing that. And I think, I don't know. I think on like a broader scope, I think that the prevalence of social media, especially Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff can make you look at your own life and be like, this is not, my life is not easy and as perfect as this person's. Why is that? Mm -hmm. And I think that we've all forgotten that life is actually hard to live and it's okay that it's hard to live. It's supposed to be. And uh, so my goal would be to keep like pushing forward and constantly challenging um, myself in those, I mean, those two very specific ways, but also in just like realizing that you don't, you're not, there's not a finish line that you reach. You never reach a finish line. I was listening to a podcast today that was like talking about diet and exercise and they're like, great, you count macros. What's your, what's your finish line? There's never a finish line. There's not like a place you get to and then you're totally happy. And that's true for fitness and it's true for life. Mm -hmm. So like the finish line is always in front of you and you're just keep, you're just working towards it. So my goal is to keep, I guess, constantly reminding myself that there is no finish line. It's just life. Right. Well, and I think here's, here's a kind of an interesting view on that, that I made up just now. (laughs) Um, If you're looking at something as having a definite finish line. What does that mean when you cross the line? It's like, what does your life look like then? And my question is, if you are working towards a goal so that you can stop doing whatever practice you're doing to reach that goal, then why do you have that goal in the first place? Why would you? Or why do you do that practice? Like what? I mean, exceptions to that being, you know, I have a goal that requires money, so I'm working three jobs to to hit that goal. Sure, that's different. Um, but as far as it's like lifestyle or things I want for my body or things I want for my craft, where it's like, mm-hmm. I won't have to do this someday. And it's like, if you hate what you're doing so much, like what if a fucking bus hits you tomorrow and then you will have died being miserable yeah. every day. Yeah. Constantly work towards something or, you love so that it's a practice that you right. don't want to drop. <clears throat> because it's, because it's something that we've talked about because body image is something we've talked about so much. What is the point of, of constantly starving yourself or constantly pushing yourself or or denying yourself things that you actually want mm-hmm. what is the, what where where overall what's that going to get you you're going to get somewhere you're going to yeah. get to a weight or you're going to get to you know mastering a certain skill and then what and like you see you see this with like people that win in their sport at the Olympics. It's mm-hmm. like, so then what? On the back. Because that happens really, really, most of the, most of those people are quite young when they reach that goal. Yeah. What's next? So, uh, so yeah, one of my five-year goals would be just trying not to picture a finish line and enjoying the journey. What about you? I have two very specific ones. Okay. One, I would like to assist the director on um, the director for an established theater company for at least one production. Mm-hmm. And by established, I mean Tony Award-winning theater company, Broadway company. I want to assist the director in some way. I do I do not believe... It would be amazing, but I do not believe in five years' time I would be in a position where I would be directing one of those shows. That would be amazing. 
Probably not that likely as um, in just working up. So I would like to be able to assist on a top of the top of the top professional theater production. I would also like in five years to um, have my own place. Nice. Yeah, I, I want to save up and I want to be in a position where if it's a studio in Brooklyn or something like that. Okay. I want to have. And my those own are place. both goals that like are very specific and attainable, but don't aren't end points. Yeah. They're, it's, ju they're it's jumping just, off points. Exactly. It's five-year goal, 10-year yeah. goal, 25-year yeah. goal, death goal. <gasps> death goal. Death goal. I feel, oh God, I feel like that should be an ACDC song. Death goal? Death goal! Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that was my best You can't ACDC. quite reach that high. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry for my molten, sexy Tony Braxton vocal stylings. Yeah, no. Is that what you have? I don't sound like that grown man in shorts um, that leads ACDC. No, no, he sounds much more Jack girly. Black. Sorry. He, uh, um, the last margarita is yours. So here's what, here's what happened yesterday. Oh, you had a story. As right. I watched TV all day. I watched The <laughs> Office, right? So, of course, without realizing it, I watched, or without realizing it was coming up, I mean, I realized it was coming up, but I watched um, Michael's Last Day at the office. Which last? I Oh, I haven't seen that episode yet. Seriously? You so it's not the last episode of the show. There's right. still like two seasons, but yeah. it's Michael's Last Day as boss. Can I ruin it for you? Yeah. Okay. It's still worth watching. Of course I'm it sorry is. that I'm spoiling it. Of course it, it is. The um, show ended like 10 years so ago. So this is the fine. scene I was telling when I posted that picture in the Facebook group. That's, that's Michael mm -hmm. from his last day. And it's because... He's moving to be with Holly, mm -hmm. right? So he's leaving, and he tells everyone his last day is a certain day, but it's actually the... So he tells... So say it's like... His last, he says, tells everyone his last day is Friday, but it's Thursday at like 3 p.m., and he's been like quietly saying his goodbyes all day. And because um, he doesn't want to tell them he's not coming into the office tomorrow, he's just not going to come back. Yeah. And so you watch him going through these goodbyes... And um, he reaches Jim, and Jim sees all this, and Jim realizes what he's doing and that he's not coming in tomorrow. Yeah. So he goes into Michael's office, and he says, um, he's like, hey, you know, I thought we would, maybe for your last day, I'd take you out to lunch. What do you think? And Michael's like, yeah, sure, knowing, of course, this is yeah. not going to happen. And then, like, Michael kind of realizes that Jim knows, and Jim says, you know, nope, you know what, save it all for lunch on your last day. Um, and at that time, I will tell you that you are, um, the best boss I ever had and like goes through this thing. He's like, but I'm not going to do that now. I'm going to do that on your last day. So I will tell you, Audrey, that on our next podcast, we're going to drink a lot of wine and probably say things we shouldn't and be mm -hmm. a little too vulnerable mm -hmm. like we always are mm -hmm. on the next podcast that we record. I think on the next podcast we record... I think I'm finally going to get you to a point where you take your pants off in front of me, but it's not the thong day. You're like wearing regular underwear, no. like a normal person. And I'll be like, damn bitch, you're so, you're so I relatable. Threw I threw them all away. They're gone. You did. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I hate you so much. All right. Um... I would like to say, since this is not our list, this is just like words to think on until mm -hmm. the next recording. Mm -hmm. um, I have 
because of talking with you and because of hearing people respond, people's responses to us being vulnerable on the air and whatnot. Uh So thank you to all the listeners. Um, I have been so much more confident being myself over the last eight months. That's lovely. Because I know at least at the end of the day, there are a whole bunch of white middle-aged men listening to us. (laughs) (laughs) That's all that matters. (laughs) I still have the approval. (laughs) Thank God. Large male listener base. Yeah, why do we have so many males? I know literally. Shout out to Kat McAlpine, Amanda Bauer, Vicki Kessler, Laura. Laura, and that's it. <laughs> and all the men. Eleni, Eleni, Eleni listens. Eleni listens. Acacia listens. Thank you. Here we go. We got five. <laughs> We're really touching on our female really, type. Yep. Yeah, we're good. We are both, uh, incidentally, very female today because Audrey's mm-hmm. wearing a very pretty yellow dress. I have on a pink top. We drank rosé. There's a pink candle burning and Adam's um, edible alcoholic um, blobs. They're just correctly portioned for my delicate female appetite. We're very pretty and also pink, except for the margarita, which is not. Um, all right. All right, everybody. You've been so kind <laughs> I don't know how you keep on leaving. For, wrap it up. For your kindness. Thank you. We've been great. That's you. Nope, say more. I need to get to uh, the nods. For yourself. And we appreciate you listening. And this might not be the end. There might be more. At least we'll have some special episodes for you to listen to. Here she goes. You can join me on the nose. I'm bound to thank you for your... I don't know. All right. Bye.